today's Howard Stern Show. Let me soak this in. Let me look at you boys. Live from the Sirius XM garage in L.A. I'm a huge fan. Foo Fighters. Holy fuck are those guys good. Hey now, hey now. That's right. Hey now. Hey now, hey now. I'm excited today because the Foo Fighters will be doing a couple of songs live on our show. Foo Fighters have been on our show a lot of times. And uh, let me remind you of some of the live performances they've done on this show. They've performed over long. Now, this will be interesting. Yeah, see if I've you never had to do this acoustic. All right, well, let's try it. First time. First time they ever did it uh, was on our show. Well, Dave did it. Uh, they've done My Hero. Monkey Wrench. All of these are live from our show. Uh, times like these. What is this song? It's off the new record. I don't think it had ever been heard anywhere. You know, it was from the new record. That was it. Uh, now it's classic. Hey, I'm a Great song. Way away. Beautiful, beautiful I'm a song. So many tunes they've done. Another round. She goes storming now. Learn to fly. You name it, they've done it here. And they will do it again today. And looking forward to talking to those boys. Big fan. Big fan. How can you not be? Well, if you're not a fan of rock and roll, man. If you're an asshole, you're not a fan. <laughs> uh, the boys themselves, uh, I remember seeing an interview with Dave Grohl where he said, I've appeared so many times on the Howard Stern show, Howard Stern is considered a foo. Uh, he actually didn't say that, but I had a dream where he said it. <laughs> I would like Somebody to Somebody be... else said it, but there was an L on the end of that word. <laughs> yeah. He's, he said he's practically a fool. <laughs> but uh, I am an honorary foo. You could be. Listen to this. There you go. Right. So many things to talk to the boys about. I was listening to Foo Fighters Radio uh, last night. It's very good. Was a big discussion of the boys about their early days. It was just a kind of them all sitting around, a bunch of the guys from the Foos talking about the early days of uh, playing in various bands and coming up. And uh, I like all that shit. So it's uh, it's great. If you're a fan of the band, go to the Foo Fighters channel, which is 105. 105. It's almost like like a little nudge to the uh, right of the dial uh, from us <laughs> right here at 100. It's funny. I turned dial? on. <laughs> no dial. I actually went to 100 uh, or 101 last night 
to get to 105. My system's all fucked up with Sirius. But um, I was on 101, and then I was listening to our show for a second. What the hell were we doing? I said, boy, this is a good show. I was really entertained, <laughs> and I realized it was our show. We were doing something. I just think our show is so good. <laughs> I well, was like, thank listening. goodness for that. Yeah, I felt good about what I heard. And then I went over to, I, in fact, I didn't want to turn over to the Foo Fighters channel. I was enjoying our channel. You got stuck. <laughs> yeah, it was something that was going. At 101, they were, oh, I know what it was. You, you and I were listening to James Taylor and um, Joe Walsh doing oh. Goodnight Irene. And on 101 last night, they quickly responded by playing the original appearance of James Taylor and Joe Walsh on the show doing that. And I was amazed how quickly those two boys threw together that song on our show. It was completely impromptu. There was no rehearsal, nothing. And it shows you what great musicians those two guys were. They just put together something that was so good and so compelling. It makes me wonder, again, I don't know much about music. I'm a fan, but I don't know about, about the technicalities of making music. But there was something great about those two guys in that moment, even as rough as it was, that if they could... If someone made an album where you literally just kind of sat down and put together something, like they didn't polish it, there's something magical about that, you know? Something oh, really I love good to about see that. Singers and actors, not actors, but musicians yeah. sit around and sort of figure something out. Yeah. Because uh, I was like, wow, that, that, that's really good. I'm glad it's not polished. Like yeah. James Taylor was doing his thing, and then Joe would try to kind of come in and. It was just really good, so I was really hooked on that. But then I went over to the Foo Fighters channel, and they were talking about uh, the early, the early days. And um, anyway, so the guys are going to be on this morning later in the show. Um, Dave Grohl, so many things. I I wrote down last night about fifty questions for him because, I mean, there are things like I've heard. Like Dave has said, times like these is the best song he ever wrote. This one, he says this. What is this song? And I and I want to know. I just want to know why is that the best? Like, what does he hear in there? I mean, I love this song. Don't get me wrong, but why is that the best song he ever wrote? But of course, by the time we get to them, I'll forget that question and ask him nine hundred other questions because those guys. Well, are there interesting. is one thing about this song that makes it stand out. Very, you know, it's not often that people use dissonance in a riff. Like Look that. at you, dissonance. Get over here. What are you doing? <laughs> the new RuPaul makeup is on. The uh, dissonance. You're such a show-off. I, I Sometimes I, I just am amazed by you. Look at you. Look at you. You're triumphant every day. Oh, you, damn. You already stole the show. I'm here knocking my brains out, and all of us are using dissonance. Look at you. How dare you. <laughs> I'm a one-way motorway. I'm a road that drives away. By the way, uh, edit out Robin's last comment and just put, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say it instead. You know what's so good about this song? It's dissonance. They're using that uh, <laughs> dissonance, which of course is the lack of harmony among musical notes, as you know. You know. Hope you don't mind, Robin. I, we just edited uh, you up. Please feel <clears throat> thank you. But, uh, but, you know, I, I want to look good. <laughs> I'm a street light shining. I'm a white light blind and bright. 
Yes, a lot of dissonance in there, and you're absolutely right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Jill, you're on the air. What up? Hey now, Howard. Hey now. Hey now. Not only dissonance, he's got gum in that mouth. So you need to ask him how is he able to do all of that without spitting that gum out. I've actually asked Dave about why he chews gum while he plays, and he said it keeps his throat moist. Uh, there's some psychological thing there that if he chews the gum, that his voice will hold up. Yeah, but I'm so, afraid he's going to choke. You know, you're well, so right, right when because you're watching him, you're almost yeah. When you're watching him, I'm like you find myself. I find myself obsessed with looking at the gum. Yeah, I've said that on the air. I get very obsessed because I know with gum, if you take a deep breath sometimes, you can actually just kind of get it caught in your throat. So yeah. uh, he's mastered, if anything, more than even the guitar or drums. <laughs> he has mastered the gum chewing while playing because he's never, as far as I know, swallowed his gum. I will ask him if he ever swallowed his gum while he was singing. Thank you. Yeah. All right. All right. You got it. Love you, Howard. <laughs> Love you, too. Uh, have you ever accidentally died on stage? From... <laughs> have you Let ever been Heimlich because you swallowed your gum? <laughs> well, that's that's how uh, Taylor got in the band. He w- they, they, it wasn't the drumming; it was that he knew the Heimlich maneuver, and he used I to... see. That's what he's there yeah. for. Here, let me write that down. Um, uh, gum swallowing. Okay, we're all set with that. Of course, I never look at the notes during the interview, and I forget them all. And then afterwards, I kick Maybe myself in the head. Maybe if you write it, you'll uh, just, it'll be there in your head. Well, you know what else I want to ask him about? I want to ask him about that girl on Saturday Night Live breaking her guitar, what he thought of that. You know, this is a funny story. I was watching Saturday Night Live, and uh, the musical guest this week was a young woman. I didn't know her music. Uh, I'm sure I'm out of it. Uh, she said that she must be popular if she was. Uh, oh, here's the name. Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers was the musical guest. Uh, I didn't know much about her, but a lot of times I'll be watching Saturday Night Live and I get turned on to somebody. So uh, I like the musical guests. And um, I was watching it and this young woman, Phoebe Bridgers, at the end of her song was doing the, you know, like the who when they smash their guitar at the end of a song. She decided she was going to smash her guitar, and I, I was watching it, and <laughs> I, I was laughing because she was smashing the guitar, and but she couldn't. She didn't have the strength, or I don't know what happened, but she couldn't she, smash the guitar. Nothing happened to the guitar. The, <laughs> the guitar beat her up, is basically what happened, because it looked like it was going to bounce and hit her right in the fucking head. Oh, you know, the dear. It, I was like, I, I said to my wife, the guitar is winning the fight. <laughs> and, and Beth goes, what's going on with that guitar? I go, I don't know. She seems to be angry. It's, it looked, um, I don't know the woman. I don't know her music. But I. it looked like a very thought out kind of smashing of the guitar. I think the smashing of the guitar, at least with the Who, as far as I know, they they started that. I mean, Jimi Hendrix lit his guitar on fire, but it usually happens in these big concerts where your fucking energy is really yeah, amped all up. revved up, yeah. Yeah. And I did think it looked somewhat contrived when she was playing. She was smashing the guitar because on Saturday Night Live, you're doing like one song. You're not all that jacked up. Um, and I've since heard, I guess, that they had already told the camera people that she'd be smashing the guitar. So uh-huh. it was sort of a, look, whatever. Uh, you want to well, smash you know what? Now that you're saying this, I watched 
like the set. I watch Saturday Night Live, but you and now recall. I'm realizing that they cut out the musical guests in the version I was watching. Really? Yeah. You I was wear- like, wait a minute, I didn't see a musical guest. Wait a second. Were you wearing your binoculars when you were watching the show? <laughs> Beth always makes fun of me because I can't see the TV anymore when I'm watching TV. My vision is just so blurry. And I said, you got to hear this. Robin sits in her house with binoculars and watches her TV. I said, I can't laugh at that. I, I'm jealous. I want to get binoculars. She goes, you are not sitting here with binoculars watching the TV. It's so funny because I'll be trying to watch the TV and I'll just get the binoculars. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that what it's come down to? <laughs> That's what I need a seeing eye dog, I think. I'm, it's just terrible. Oh, I feel the same way. What, Fred, what is that laughter you're playing? That's funny. What is that? OJ. Oh, that's OJ. OJ. I love it. OJ joining our conversation. I like OJ part of the show. He's laughing at Robin's binoculars. Damn. I was so glad. I'm going to get a telescope. Forget binoculars. <laughs> I, I, when I heard you had binoculars, I went, thank God she admitted that because I'm in the same boat. I, it's terrible. I walk around and go, what the fuck is happening? But Look, uh, said, anyway, but here's, here's what I have for here. If yeah, I have to see something glass. really quick, quick, I have a. <laughs> don't I've look at the uh, everywhere. Don't look at me with that uh, thing. You'll, you'll jump out of your skin. I um, I. Uh, uh, so anyway. I had that same feeling, so I read that David Crosby, the legendary genius David Crosby of Crosby, Stills, and Nash, evidently was somewhere, uh, he tweeted or something, he tweeted a comment, I guess he had been watching the same performance, and he said he got a li- he, he thought it was a little uh, embarrassing, I don't know exactly what he said, he commented on oh, her, yeah. on it. So she got very defensive, evidently, and tweeted back, you know, kind of like, you know, or fuck you to him. Like, who gives a shit what, you know, you think, blah, blah, blah. But I was thinking about it. I mean, David David Crosby isn't some schlub on Twitter. If David Crosby tells you something didn't work, that it might have been a little forced, you should probably listen to him and not get all uptight about it and just say, you know what, maybe Crosby's got a point. Uh, I don't know. She got. Does anyone know the tweets that she wrote back? What was the exchange between David Crosby and uh, Phoebe Bridgers? See, all I mean, this is going on, and I didn't even see a performance. <laughs> yeah, well, you, I don't know what's going on in that apartment, or you, I mean, your house, or whatever the hell it is. Uh, hey, anybody, anybody up on this? Am is I, anybody I think, away? I, I'm, Howard, I'm looking. I see. Hold on a second. Um, Crosby said, guitars are for playing, making music, not stupidly bashing them on a fake monitor for childish stage drama. I really do not give a flying fuck. If others have done it before, it's still stupid. And then she said, I got some really great feedback from my performance. Next time, I'll just burn it, and it will be more expensive. That was her response to Crosby. Oh, well. Say that again, read it again. What did she say? I got some really great feedback from my performance. Next time, I'll just burn it, and it will be more expensive. Oh, I'll burn my guitar. Right, because she's saying... And then then a couple of musicians came to her defense. (laughs) Right. And Flea said, it's what you do if you can't write. (laughs) 
Ooh, boy. <laughs> and then she said, uh, no, 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 I, no, wait a second. Hold on. I'm having trouble reading this, Howard. Somebody wrote, it's what you do if you can't write. And then Fleeves responded, Hendrix couldn't write. I think she said that. Oh, oh, oh okay. Gotcha. I mean, so all the musicians Look, are arguing. I'm going to give Gary my magnifying glass. He's having trouble. Too. No, I can see oh, yeah. it. No, I can see it. It's just not laid out nicely. Howard, I've got more specific info here. All right, go ahead, so, John. Somebody tweeted David Crosby, what did you think of Phoebe Bridger's attempt to smash guitar last night? And David Crosby <laughs> just wrote, pathetic. Right, and that then, was it, pathetic, yeah. And then he didn't respond to her directly when she was defending herself, and he wrote, guitars are for playing, making music, not stupidly bashing them on a fake monitor for childish stage drama. And uh, I really do, do not give a flying F if others have done it before. It's still stupid. Caps, stupid. And she wrote back and called him a, uh, he called him a little bitch. Uh, excuse me. She called yeah. him a little bitch. That was it. I thought that, like, look. Hit him with the hind. If David Crosby, David Crosby, one of the best songwriters, performers, singers, one of, I, I think Crosby still's a Nash and Young, and, you know, he's earned his credibility. Like, why get defensive? You know, it, it's like, hey, He's saying, look, it looked a little forced. So she, she, you know, she could have had some class and just look said, hey, you know what? You've gotten. She could have said, you know, and he's David Crosby. Maybe he's got a point. I better go back and watch this thing. You know what I, I mean? I refer you to a young Howard Stern and his idol soupy sales. <laughs> oh, that's true. Maybe you're right. <laughs> hey, Howard. Well, you know, I was laying in bed thinking, I mean, you know, why is she smashing that guitar? I mean, I don't understand what, what's what's the statement here. Uh, you know what I mean? It, it was like I I didn't understand it, but then you know maybe I'm just a you know douchebag. I mean, Phoebe Bridgers is 26 years old; she's just starting her career, so maybe she's angry about something with her guitar. Maybe she's angry at the guitar. Maybe yeah, maybe the guitar was yeah. the guitar was acting up during that performance. <laughs> but uh, but if you're gonna smash the guitar, you got. I think it. I, I yeah, like maybe the guitar misbehaved. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but when I was watching, I was like, I think the guitar's going to knock her out. I mean, but she, she was just, she, it was heartbreaking. She was hitting the guitar for so long, and nothing happened. The guitar was fine. It wasn't a dent. <laughs> <laughs> they cut away, and an hour later, they came back. She was still trying to destroy it. If she knew she was going to break the guitar, which evidently she did, why not just like? Like get a, a fake guitar that like has uh, already been cut in half so that it'll break easily. Yeah. You know. <laughs> she just thought she could do it. Yeah. Well, anyway, rock stars are fighting, and I'll ask Dave about it. Dave will. Dave will know what to say. Dave will. Dave will know the real answer. He'll, and, he'll and, put the uh, final word on this. Yeah. Howard, I think I think that um, it looks like David Crosby <laughs> and then Flea got into a discussion because David Crosby. This is the exchange. He said, it's what you do if you can't write. And Flea wrote, Hendrix couldn't write. And then he said, David Crosby wrote back, these are toys, not props. You know, we who have played them for our whole lives must treat them with respect. So I think everybody's fighting. What about the OJ? Whole, has he, has he tweeted about it? Community. No. Yeah. <laughs> OJ's well, tweeted about get, other stuff. Damn. I'll get the, the Foo Fighters in on this. <laughs> I, I mean, I was watching it and thinking, Fred, did you see it? Do you watch Saturday Night Live or? I saw the replay, and right. uh, I, I have some information on that. I think she actually contacted the guitar company, and the guitar company says, you might want to reconsider trying to break that guitar. We build these really, really well. So uh, she knew that she was going to do it, so it was definitely planned. 
Uh, the monitor was also a fake monitor uh, so that she could. Uh, so I don't know. It, it's just you know, I think she just wanted to make a statement. It's, th- it's is, theater. I'm in theater. other words, did you, yeah. you, you like it. It's yeah, it is what it is. It's like like the first time the Who smashed their guitars, it was an accident. They were in a club. It was a low ceiling. Townsend picked his uh, guitar neck up and and it broke the neck. And they saw how the audience loved it, so they continued to do it. They would actually take guitars and glue them back together for the next performance. Because at one point in time, in the beginning, they weren't making money, so they just couldn't keep going out and buying new guitars. So they'd recycle the ones they broke. Hmm. Well, I mean, we are all talking about it, so maybe she wins. Right. I mean, now I know the name Phoebe yeah, she, Bridgers. She's also 26 years old. I mean, what the fuck? Well, you know, uh, Paul Stanley of Kiss closes the show with a breakable guitar. And, you know, to me, it, I guess I'm looking for genuine angst. I mean, if you really are angry and want to smash a guitar, okay, I guess I get that. Although, I don't know. But well, that's why I always hated Kiss, because they took it totally to theater. There was, you know, like I wanted the genuine reactions, yeah. too. And then they started with the makeup and all that stuff. And then, hmm. you know, the the already pre-broken guitar is crazy. Here's a quote from Phoebe Bridgers. She said, I told Dan Electro, I guess that's the name of the guitar or the guitar maker. I was going to break the guitar, and they wished me luck and told me they are hard to break. So she knew it was hard to break. But I thought, from even from a theatrical standpoint, it was sort of sad watching her fight the guitar, <laughs> and the guitar won. It would have been funny if the guitar yeah. had, you know, hit her in the face after she, you know, like... Yeah, her, knocked her out. <laughs> <laughs> took her out. Yeah. It would be nice to see once in a while have a guitar win the fight. That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's going on. And I don't know. There's Can't a lot going even on. even musicians get along? This is so sad. The, you know, that's the beauty of music. It crosses boundaries. And now look at them. They're fighting, too. Right. Yeah, Jeff, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, hey, Howard. Um, I was excited about Dave Grohl today. I, I think Kurt used to smash his guitars on stage. Yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure. But you but knew he was uh, angry. Yeah, a- <laughs> yeah, I mean, that there's a guy who, you know. He 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 was legendarily angry. I think it came out of genuine fucking nut, nuttiness, but who knows? I think in uh, also yeah, the uh, bass player threw his bass guitar in the air and he lost it in the lights and he knocked himself out. What's that guy's name? Kurst Novelichik or whatever. I don't know how to say his name. The bass no, player from Novosik? Nirvana. Novoselic. 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 That's it. Chris Fistigash. You, <laughs> anyway, he he threw. It's legendary. He threw his guitar up in the air and he knocked himself the guitar out. Guitar one, final yeah. one for the well, guitar. I think that was the first case of the guitar winning. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I think what happened is he threw it up and like probably the ceiling wasn't that high, so it came down real quick on his head. Came faster him right than up. he thought it would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I love when the I love when like I love when uh, hunters deer hunters go out and they shoot themselves 
And um, and I always go, thank God the deer won this time. I always feel so bad for those. <laughs> well, deer. there was that great story where you know these two guys were fishing, yeah, and a fish that they were trying to catch leaped out of the water, and I guess they had a snout or something, and he and the fish stabbed the guy. Wow. And then fell back into the water. Then they had yeah. to rush him to the hospital. And I said, when that fish went home la- uh, that night, he said, you should have seen the human I caught today. Right. <laughs> so anyway, what can I do for you? While, it, uh, it works out. What can I do for you, Jeff? Uh, thanks. I, I wanted to ask because Dave's so prolific with Foo Fighters. He, people don't always ask him about Nirvana. I always look at it like uh, using the Beatles with Nirvana and his post career is, you know, like like Lennon after the Beatles. But I wonder if Dave ever goes back and listens to those songs. He ever plays Nirvana songs. I mean, it's such a incredible band. I, I just wonder if he ever revisits that. I wonder if you wanted to ask him that. I'll ask him that. You want to know if he uh, ever listens to old Nirvana tracks and stuff? Yeah, and plays them. I mean, I know he did like a one-off kind of reunion thing with. Um, guy from pick, but I don't know. They didn't put it out. I just wonder if he... All right, I got it. I'll, I'll ask him about that. That's a legit question. Question. I just shortened the word question to question. Yeah, that's a first. Well, <laughs> when you get tired, I can't even I got tired. The, I, the guy was just repeating himself, and I just went, okay, that's a legit question. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to go... At the end, just felt like too much work. <laughs> I fought the word question in question one. <laughs> uh, Glenn, Glenn in New Jersey, you're on the air. Hey, Howard. Hey, now. Hey, now. So I just wanted to, um, the question you today, Dave, is uh, Robin's question about uh, his, his favorite song containing dissidents, because I like, I don't think that's a uh, I don't know what's with that, everyone's though. phone, but I don't understand anything anyone's saying. I know, saying. I can't hear anybody today. Yeah, my, like, is my hearing going too? Yeah, he's like, no. <laughs> it's like, it's like he's out of phase. He goes, <laughs> I have a. <laughs> oh, darn. Is everyone calling from under the sea? Under the sea. Wait, what is going on? Yeah. But now who's he talking to? Probably his wife. Or his husband. Probably talking to his husband. His spouse. There you go. And then you don't have to know the sex. Yeah. A little tired today. I uh, was up late last night watching I Am Jazz. I watched that. Do you watch I Am Jazz? What is that? This is a 17-year-old dude who you know used to be a dude now he's a transgender now he's now oh. he's a she and uh she's getting ready for her bottom surgery Do. and i've been I've oh been, wow where's yeah. this on your crazy discovery channel where you see the fat people and all that <laughs> yeah yeah it's on tlc it's a, it's the same <laughs> channel as um 1000 pound sisters <laughs> i love it i got tammy and amy thousand pound sisters who are it's probably the best television even better than the bachelor Thousand Pound Sisters is probably the best television show on TV currently. Not that I've seen every show, but I've seen a lot of shows. And that's some fucking show. Beth and I, we hang on every word. Uh, And uh, I've turned Beth on to I Am Jazz. I've been watching I Am Jazz for a while. And Beth was like kind of not into it. 
What have What have you gone through with jazz? Everything. I've gone through her entire high school years, but now she's doing like a homeschooling thing. So, I oh, uh, jazz is that young that she's in jazz high school? is. Oh yeah. Yeah, she knew she wanted to be a, a chick since she was like a kid, and uh, uh-huh. she started on hormones. And this is great. Now, finally, we're up to her getting her vagina. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's always had cock and balls, which bums her out. For a while, she was going to get titties, but because she's been on hormones since she's so young, she's got a big Jeez. rack. Huh? I mean, not as big as you, but like <laughs> she's got a decent size. I'm just going to say a B or a C cup. And she even said, I got enough titty now. The doctor even said, do you still want to get top surgery? And she was like, fuck no, I got titties. Uh, Bigger than most, you know. Yeah, she's got major titties. I'm so happy for her. No no top surgery. She has like homegrown titties. (laughs) And, uh, but here's the kick in the fucking pants. So now her parents are like so involved with her, like. I'm kind of jealous because my parents had nothing to do with me. Well, like if you father, had had these uh, issues, maybe they would have gotten involved. <laughs> yeah, I could just imagine my parents. Um, <laughs> Mom, I'm thinking maybe I want to be a woman. Why did you say? I said, I'm thinking about it, and I think I'm trapped in the wrong body. I'm actually not a boy. I'm a girl. Listen, what did he say? You gotta hear. Hold on a second, Howard. You gotta hear this. Howard says he's a girl. What? He says he's trapped in the wrong body. He's some some kind of. He thinks he's a woman. He's a woman. Who's a woman? Howard. Who? Howard's a woman now. Oh, oh, how could that? He, he's an ugly girl. <laughs> no, he's not a girl yet. He's thinking of becoming one. We already have a girl. What, what is her name? Ellen. Yes, Ellen. We have that one. She's a girl. What is she now, a boy? <laughs> Now, Howard says it's a medical condition, and he thinks he was born in the wrong body. What a moron. He's a (laughs) moron. He he looks terrible as a man. Can you imagine as a woman? (laughs) Your father can't believe it. I know. I'm listening to this conversation. Maybe you could spare me. Maybe you could talk about me. Behind my back. <laughs> what did he say? He says you're being insensitive, Beryl. Insen- what? Insensitive. Insensitive? I give him insensitive. You know what he needs? He needs a big punch in the face. <laughs> We're just too That, that cures everything. <laughs> um, I never heard he's going to be a woman. He's six foot five. He needs a. He needs a third option. Well, did you, you hear that he doesn't need top surgery because he started taking hormones? Howard says he took some hormones. A hormone? Yeah, what happened? He became what? Uh, he should turn into a dog. 
<laughs> Stop it. He says he took hormones and he has breasts. What? <laughs> you know what? He, he needs surgery. That's right. He needs surgery. No, brain surgery. They should <laughs> take it out. It's not doing him any good. Your father says you need brain surgery. <laughs> You know, the two of you are so insensitive. This is, you know, uh, Bruce Jenner got the surgery. A lot of people have gotten the surgery. Howard says a lot of people got the surgery. Who cares? He says he's going to transition. Yeah, he's transitioning to a moron. <laughs> Your father says you're transitioning. I know I'm transitioning. To a moron. <laughs> oh, my God. You two are terrible. You're going to look like a Frankenstein in a dress. <laughs> oh, jeez. You go to a psychiatrist with the hormones. I, mean, I, I didn't accept them as a boy. I wouldn't, why am I going to accept them as a girl? <laughs> you have two daughters now. You two are being transphobic. I, I want to become a woman. I want to become a woman. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to become a woman. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Tell him I, I still hate him no matter what he is. <laughs> Your father said something. I won't repeat it. Oh, don't worry. I heard it. Believe me. <laughs> I, I had a feeling when he, he can't even throw a ball. Wonder this happened. <laughs> Your father says you're the daughter he never wanted. Yeah, I hear. Oh, yeah, that would have gone over real big if I... Oh, boy. But, yeah, they would have uh, been involved, yeah. all right. But I was kind of jealous because Jazz's parents are like, they take her to all her doctor's appointments. Like, they're, they're sitting there with the doctor, and the doctor's talking about giving her a vagina, and, they, and the doctor goes, hey, are, are, you, or, are you orgasmic? Uh, you know, because, you know, she'd be, and she's like, no, I've never had an orgasm. How deep do you want your pussy? You know, and oh, my like, God. And the parents well, they, they are say, sitting right there. Yeah, and then they're like, they're discussing five inches. They want deep, five inches deep, and the mother's like, "Make it deeper if you can." Okay. <laughs> you know, like they're wow. making jokes. Yeah, uh, I would like to be reparented by Jazz's parents. Yeah. They let her do everything, and they're nice to her. <laughs> My parents would have given me fucking shit if I fucking came home and told them I'm going to be a girl. You know, I always wanted to be a girl, but I couldn't even talk to my parents about it, for God's sake. So, you know, <laughs> I, had to, I had to straighten out. <laughs> no. uh, you yeah, give it yeah, up yeah. on that dream. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the whole thing is so weird because. So you got to hear this jazz is we're coming up to the season finale. Jazz is like. um she goes to her doctor appointment and I, I don't, I hope I'm not wrong about this, but I have a feeling her doctor who's going to give her a vagina. Uh -huh. I think it's a guy who now is a girl. I think, oh, really? I think, I think so. But what if I'm wrong? That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> You've just insulted her, I guess. I don't know. I think that doctor's a girl or a boy. <laughs> I don't know what anybody is. <laughs> <laughs> Howard says he wants a very deep vagina. What? <laughs> he, he says he wants his vagina to be deep. Oh, he, 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 uh, what? 
I know it's very hard to accept, but we have to, I guess. Oh, please. So you got to hear this. <laughs> so Jazz, finally, you know, and by the way, Jazz really passes as a woman. I mean, you, you would not know that. Yeah, when you formerly. start young like that, too, you don't yeah. get a bunch of uh, male bone issues and all of that stuff that change your features so yes. radically that it looks weird when you're a girl. Yeah, like uh, I feel bad for like some of her friends who are transgender, like they started a little late, so they still have male features and they're not pulling it off as well as Jazz is. But uh, Jazz, because she's been taking hormones for so long, she's got big titties. Like Jason was telling me, he, he, like he, he, compared to some of his family members, Jazz has bigger tits than some of the girls in his own family. <laughs> some of the real girls. Real <laughs> girls. I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> girls who were born with vaginas and everything. Yeah, who aren't in the wrong body. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's wild. I mean, Jazz got a big rack. And um, anyway, because Jazz started on hormones, she's got a very feminine voice. She mm. she really looks feminine. You know, you would never walk near her and go, oh, that's a guy who, you know, used to be a guy. So you wouldn't know. Are you, know you what saying I mean? she could pass? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, now, so she goes to the doctor with the parents. And the doctor says to her, you know, the good news is you took hormones, so you've got a very feminine look and all everything. But the problem is you took so many hormones that your peen is, there's almost no balls and almost no peen. And we need your balls and peen to create the new vagina. Right. Right. Oh, geez. So I never thought of that. She's got microphallus, you know, the same condition I have. <laughs> so uh, that's why. The doctor told Howard he can't be a woman. What happened? His penis is too small. <laughs> what? The penis. He's got nothing. Remember when he was born? There was like nothing there? Yeah. They can't give him his vagina. Good. <laughs> Your father says good. Oh, thanks. You want my advice? Not really, not after this conversation. If you're going to get a vagina, yeah, you should have a giant bush like your mother. <laughs> his, his, his vagina will be like the size of a thimble. He's got nothing. They, they said they can only make his vagina half inch deep. <laughs> Who could get their <laughs> cock inside the, 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 a half inch deep vagina? Who's going to be, what man is going to be able to fuck him? <laughs> yeah, uh, mom, I, I got terrible news. Uh, I went to the doctor and, and the doctor thought I was already a woman. He examined <laughs> me. You're kidding me. What did he say? The doctor thought he was a girl already. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> So what are they going to do? Are they going to have yeah. to stretch? Oh, so What's her name? so they t oh, wait. I got to uh, jazz. I got to tell you. Yes. This. So, uh, uh, so so they go to the doctor, and the doctor says, "Listen, you took so many hormones, you got a tiny penis. I can't make a vagina for you." So jazz is like, "What the fuck?" They said, "There's an experimental surgery where we take your like your asshole or your colon." And you got to, this is why I watch this show. It's fantastic. 
We yeah, you're going to be a call. doctor after this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm thinking of switching my occupation. I think I could be a uh, transgender doctor. I would, I would do the operation. Sure. I'll give you a vagina. Uh, I love vagina. So, yeah, yeah. So, so the doctor says, look, we got this experiment. We haven't done it on many people. It's a big, it's, it's really a thing. We'll take some kind of thing from your colon. We're going to build, we're going to use that skin, make a vagina. But the downside is, you know, that's where you make duty and stuff. So you might have secretions. And I, I think the doctor was saying you're going to have, like, du- you're going to have duty. It's duty. Would you grow up? What's the matter with you? You were a nurse. You might have some like, like duty coming out of your vagina. And, Get like, out of here. Like, that wouldn't that, be duty. 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 They said, du- Wait, they said, I think this doctor's a fake. <laughs> The doctor said Howard's going to have duty coming out of his vagina. (laughs) There's a duty. That's right. What kind of vagina has duty in it? Well, why are they going to give him a duty vagina? (laughs) Because his penis is small. What? His penis is small. Would you two keep it down? I don't need the neighbors knowing my penis is small. He says his penis is small, so they have to give a dirty vagina. What kind of thing is that? I mean, who, why would he Who's do that? Who's going near that, yeah. Who, what kind of man wants to be with that? What, what, what comes out of his tushy? <laughs> your father wants to know what comes out of your tushy if your duty's going to come out of your vagina. <laughs> How do I know? I'm not a doctor. Don't you think you should find that out? What did he say? He says he doesn't know where his duty will come out. <laughs> That's what I was saying. He doesn't know a thing. He's a mom. <laughs> I told him not to go into radio. He doesn't even speak correctly. You told him that? I mean, that's very discouraging. He's, he, he wants to be on the radio. He doesn't even do summer stock. He doesn't do any acting. He can't. He, every minute. Oh, 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 oh. He talks <laughs> like that. Oh, oh. You, I listen to the radio. They don't say, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> We're talking about Howard's vagina now, not about his radio career. It's all, it's terrible. Your father's very upset about your vagina. I know. And we're, where will he? Where will he put it? Like a tampon? Your father wants to know where you'll put your tampon. I guess in my ass. Oh, stop it! Uh, I'm new to this. <laughs> if you've got duty coming out of your vagina, you might as well put the tampon there. <laughs> what she say? She, she says he's got duty in his vagina. <laughs> oh, that's what I say. <laughs> Now he'll be a woman. What about his radio career? Your father wants to know. What about uh, your radio career? What does he mean? I'll just be a woman on the radio. They'll have him do traffic. (laughs) (laughs) You know, radio's changed, Dad. Uh, Women do more than the traffic report now. (laughs) Right. What did he say? (laughs) Never mind what he said. (laughs) Anyway, uh... (laughs) <laughs> so Jan your life goes, could have been so much worse <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> I, I tell you, you're so right. Thank you. If I had a secret desire to become a woman, it just wouldn't have happened because my parents, <laughs> there was no, like, I couldn't approach my parents and tell them I was uncomfortable living in a black neighborhood. Like, that would be something you might want to bring up to your parents. I'm having a right. difficult time. I'm an outcast. Uh, you know, I, I used to live in a white neighborhood. I'm not sure how to. No one ever asked me. No one ever said to me, gee, how are you adjusting to this change? And you're, all your friends have moved away. Uh, you, you know, the black people don't seem to like you. Nobody <laughs> noticed a thing. You know what I mean? So if I had something like I want to become a woman, forget about it. I'm lost. Mom, dad, I, I want to become a woman. What are you talking about? Listen, that's all nonsense. Now, 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 your cousin Stacy is a homosexual. That's fine. But to become a woman, he's crazy. And the, and the doctor, the doctor says your penis is too small to make a vagina. That's telling you something. And then they're going to take his colon and there's going to be duty in his vagina. Your father says there's going to be <laughs> duty on your Why don't you tell him? To, to just smear duty on his small penis and do it be the same thing. Your father says you should smear duty on your penis because it's so small. Imagine it's going to be a woman. Your father can't get over it. I wish he'd stop laughing and giggling in the background. Yep, Howard says he wants you to stop laughing. All right. Uh, I mean, he called me. Yeah. Who does he think he is? Barbara Streisand? <laughs> I heard that. I don't think I'm Barbara Streisand. He's going to look like Barbara Streisand. That, that is so insulting. To Barbara Streisand it is. <laughs> and who's, who's going to pay for, for the surgery? It must cost a fortune. Your father's right. Who's going to I was hoping maybe you two could pay for it since I was born in the wrong body. <laughs> I'm not buying him a pussy. Your father won't buy you your new pussy. He didn't even ask how much it cost. Maybe he could afford it. It wouldn't be a big deal. I think it's like 40 grand. What? $40,000? <laughs> my house costs $50,000. The schmuck. You want to get out of a black neighborhood or you want a new vagina? That's what you've got to decide. <laughs> you, want to, you want to live in a white community like Rockville Center or do you want a vagina? Pick one. We can't do both. Oh, my God. Why doesn't he save up and buy his own vagina? <laughs> your father says you should save up and buy your own vagina. How am I going to? By the time I get enough money to get my vagina, I'll be like 50 years old. <laughs> Who cares? Oops. <laughs> anyway, so you got to hear this. So Jazz goes to the doctor. And the doctor says, you know, we might have to do some kind of new surgery where they graft uh, colon skin or, you know, and the whole thing. I mean, I don't know what's going to be. But then the doctor who's the other doctor, they went to another doctor who's transgender, the blonde doctor. who's a tra right. She says she says she's going to take some of Jazz's stomach lining. And give her the vagina. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. All of this sounds like uh, a bad idea. And I don't know what this husband does, the, the father of the family, but he must be making major money because he's got to pay for all this.
they could stretch that penis skin, couldn't they? Evidently, not not according to the doctor. I mean, you got good ideas, Robin, but I don't see it. I don't see stomach and colon making a good vagina. Why doesn't he move to Mars? (laughs) What's that got to do with being a woman? Yeah. What's that got to do with being a woman? (laughs) Your father's very upset, and so am I. This is not what you should be doing, carrying on with a vagina. Let me tell you something. And after all, I grew up, I didn't have a mother. My father, my father threw me out of the house. I didn't have time to think about what I was doing down there. Whatever I had, I had. I had. <laughs> Your mother had a vagina. I have a penis. That's it. That's what you got. We didn't have the time to think about our sex. And let me tell you something, Howard. You're my son. I'm your daughter. I wish you would call me your daughter. And how do they keep calling Let's, you Howard? What's your new name? And my new name is uh, uh, Holly. <laughs> Listen, Howard. Holly. Howard. I named you Howard. You were a perfect little baby. You had, I counted all your fingers and toes. And I saw you were perfect. And your body is perfect. And all of this carrying on that you want a vagina, it's not the right way to work your mind. You've got to work your mind in a positive way and say to yourself, I'm perfect. And every minute with the sex, I mean, we, 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 I don't know what you're thinking, but you're thinking about the wrong thing. And you are a boy and you're a perfect boy and you're my son. And you should be my representative on on this planet. And you should dress every day like you're going to meet the governor. And that's the way you should live your life. We didn't have time. I never had time to worry about what I had. If I had a penis, that's it. That's what I had. Your father's right. He didn't have time. He grew up. They lived in an apartment. They got thrown out every month. There was no money. And then I walked to school with two left shoes. (laughs) He walked to school with two left shoes. He didn't. He had to make money for a family. And that's what you should do. Whatever he wanted, I bought him. He's 13 years old. I bought him that great gazoo. Great galoo. Great Carlo, I bought him. He wanted that. Yeah, but I wanted to play with Barbies. I was a girl. I'm Holly. Yeah. That Carlo. He's carrying on. I want Carlo. A piece of crap. Your father says Carlo is a piece of crap. I know. I heard everything he said. (laughs) What's the matter with you? Carlo. Want to be a girl? Nonsense, Barrel. I told him it's nonsense. I heard you. Who does that? I'm not paying for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I got to admit when I watched the show, it kind of stirred up a lot of me because uh, these parents are so kind and uh, they're they they they're involved with their kids. I mean. 
It's really unbelievable. Are they a little too involved, maybe? Maybe. I don't know, but it looked good to me. It looked like they cared. <laughs> you know what I mean? As somebody who's hungry right. for this kind of right. love, very yeah. deprived, it, it, looked, it looked appetizing to me. That they're <laughs> so involved. You know, where you could say, look, I want to be a girl. and they don't, Right. That's know. a pretty open discussion, you know, to, to have <laughs> them go, oh, absolutely, we're on board. You should go to work. Your father <laughs> says go to work and stop the nonsense. What, does Galu want to be a girl, too? <laughs> we'll get him an operation, too. Yeah. Yeah, now that... <laughs> Mom, Dad, I want to transition. You should transition to a job. <laughs> you should go from a non-working person to a working person. Thank That's you. That's the transition he would like Busy. to see. <laughs> Get off his dime. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's all great. <laughs> oh, man. But I it stirred up something in me when I was I watching see. the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wow, these parents are going to. And then when they, you know, the mother's like, make her pussy fucking six inches deep if you can. I'm like, what a mom. Who does she think she's <laughs> going to be with? I don't know. Like <laughs> Johnny Wad Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'll go with you to the doctor because I want to know. Is he going to make your vagina deep enough in case your husband's very, very large. <laughs> <laughs> what, after this big vagina is made, what if you hook up with yeah. a small guy? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tighten up my pussy? It's a little big. <laughs> uh, excuse me, doctor, could you stretch my my new daughter's vagina very wide? Your husband's very thick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you do that for Howard? I mean, Holly, could you stretch her vagina for you? Made it a little too tight. Can you make my pussy squirt? <laughs> yeah, can you help her with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I watch uh, I Am Jazz. I'm a big fan of the show. And Jazz is, I don't know what's going to happen, but. Uh, oh, what is there, um, a cliffhanger? You don't know it what kinda. kind of vagina she's going to get, huh? No. <laughs> Will she get the <laughs> vagina before the end of the season? I don't know. You know, I'm hoping uh, because I don't know how they lay these shows out, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, but she's so open with her parents. I mean, she's like, you know, gee, I want a deep vagina. I want that. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know, mom, dad, I want a deep vagina. Oh, yeah. How deep do you want your vagina? <laughs> well, I mean, I never know who I'm going to be with. So uh, let me tell you something. Uh, your mother's vagina is cavernous. Ah! What? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> it's like a deep cavern. Be quiet, Beryl, please. That's nothing I want to talk about. I have a very deep pussy. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> So you should have a vagina just like your mom's. Yeah, yeah I would like a vagina like yours, Mom. <laughs> One that, you know, I could pass a football through. <laughs> uh. Your father says, I'll grab one side of your new vagina. He'll grab the other and we'll pull and it'll get wider. Oh, thank you, Mom. <laughs> your mother doesn't have any shit in her vagina. 
Well, your mom had a real vagina. I mean, you know, you know, they didn't have to build her one. <laughs> and what about your voice? It's so deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I plan on talking like this. Okay. <laughs> Hey, hey. But that's a good show. I am Jazz on uh, TLC. I watch that. And you should watch it. It's good. And, you know, it's, uh, the mom and dad are, you know, they're right in there on every doctor's visit. And sometimes Jazz will hang out with our other trans friends. I like that. Because I sit there, I evaluate who is really, like, could pass as a woman. Well, who you couldn't. know, see, this is what I'm, um, uh, the, I don't understand no. When you're trans, do you only have trans friends or does no. she have? Okay. She has friends, but most of her friends this year, like for whatever reason, maybe because they can't relate or something, but it upsets Jazz. So she only has one like friend who's not trans from what I can uh, tell. Then she, and then she started dating a girl. So like, you know, a lot of people started thinking, well, maybe she's really a dude because she wants to do it. I know, but she wants to be, she's pansexual. She wants to be with girls and dudes. As a girl, but, okay, yeah, you gotta watch. I don't know how you advertise all this. How do you, you know, tell people what you want? <laughs> yeah. You get me to watch it, and then I. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying when she's walking down the street, I, I, I well, I guess no. I don't even. I don't know. I don't you know, know even what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Stop <laughs> saying anything. You're gonna get yourself in trouble. I watch the show. I'm an expert on this stuff. <laughs> Uh, let me go to C. Uh, Antel, who is on the phone in Canada. Yes, C. Antel. Hi. Or hey, Hi. Hey now. Hey now. Hey, hey now. Uh, hey now. This is Chantel. Hey I'm I'm transgender. I, I already told you guys once before. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chantel. I thought your name driver? was C. Antel. Yeah, yeah. This no, this no. woman. No, this no. woman is a uh, a truck driver who is uh, transitioning. I I know C. C. Uh, Chantel. Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, you were talking about uh, surgeries and all that stuff. How deep is your I don't vagina? Know exactly when? I don't know yet. I don't have a vagina yet. Have Doesn't you discussed like some? Uh, have you discussed getting a vagina with the doctor? Uh, I haven't talked to a doctor yet because I still got to oh. go through uh, some um, some few a few things before I can have my surgery. But you got titties? Nineteen, I'll shut down or. Yeah, remember we talked about it. It's um, it's B cups. Yeah, so and that's just cups. from from the hormones, or you did you have surgery? No, I'm I was born with extra chromosomes, so I have uh, estrogen running through my body, all natural. I see. Oh yeah, he's got so, some nice titties. He's got yeah. a nice B cup. He's he's gonna send me pictures. Uh, she's going to send me some pictures of that. I already <laughs> did. You guys yeah. have a picture? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I send yeah, you a yeah. picture. You tell me. I would like to ask you if uh, you can tell me who I look like now. Oh. Oh. Dudes, yeah. did you guys ever I show me Chantel's picture? I don't know, Chantel. I got to dig that stuff up. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, okay. I got to go take a break yep. anyway. But uh, all right. Call me back. I'll tell you who you look like. Who do you think you look like? Um, I don't know. But uh, all right. Well, uh, so call you back or stay online. Mm. Hey, you guys have that picture? I, I, I'm looking at the picture. I think he should stay on. The, she should stay on the line. 
Oh, <laughs> you do? that's not good. <laughs> Stay on the line. Man. Sounds like we're going to have a good time. Okay. All right, Chantel, hold on. Uh, Chantel. <laughs> oh, I hung up on Chantel. Chantel, call back. Oh, please. Yeah. Uh, the phone's a little difficult for me to work. I'm you just got up. too excited there. For yeah, I got I got all excited. I do like <laughs> um I would like to see a TV show where I like just uh, just trans people coming into the doctor discussing their vaginas. I don't need all the backstory. Let me see the titties and uh let's see what we can do for a vagina. Well, that's uh, well, the show you should produce. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of uh I am Chantel is going to be my show. <laughs> but start there. Uh hey anyway, um you know, years ago in radio I used to say lesbians are the thing of the future and i was right i mean now everything is lesbian but forget but now lesbian. that's the past yeah that's the past now everything's transgender yeah i want to see a picture of uh chantel let me see this here do you want to see a oh, oh lovely 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 she looks like uh <laughs> i don't know who she looks like she looks like well um, i think she looks like the mom on um six feet under oh yeah i don't watch yeah. six feet under i watch Howard, i am Howard. jazz yeah there's another picture that she sent which is a picture of her penis with a quarter next to it you know so yeah. you can tell exactly how big it is and that's a funny yeah. picture it's let me see that let me see that i need to see that you know i'll tell you what about chantelle i've seen some you know women who are born women uh-huh they look a lot worse. Like she's. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've seen that. I'm just saying. So she's not so bad. I mean, you know, if I saw her driving around in a truck, I'm like, oh my. God. Oh wow, let me see that. She's gonna. She's Yeah, she's gonna have a great uh, operation. She got a lot of cock right there. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm looking at. Okay, I, I think I'm looking at um. Cock and ball. I don't know. It looked like a garlic clove. <laughs> I'm not sure what I saw. All right. Look, let me tell you. 